0: From the governor's mansion to city hall, all of the election 2021 coverage you need at the top of every hour, right here on WCHV. Here we
1: go, we alone,
0: on the tonight. Joe when Thomas say, in the morning. It's ten-stee morning. Uh, The Attorney General candidates, nominees of the Democratic and Republican Party, including incumbent Mark Herring, uh, took to the stage for the first debate of the uh, November season. And Jason Miaris is on the uh, phone with us this morning, Newsmakers Line. Jason, good morning. How are you doing, sir?
1: It is awesome to join you on this beautiful day. How are you doing?
0: Well, not bad, considering you're you're apparently going to, you know, get me shot or restrict my access to health care unless I self-identify with a target group, according to Mark Herring. Were you surprised at how the, the, the incumbent just used sort of the standard issue boilerplate comments, you know, insert name of opponent here, rather than having more specific stuff to say about you?
1: I, it was clear that uh, he spends a lot of time watching MSNBC and has a complete caricature of who Republicans and conservatives are, what their values are, and, and, um, and I, I, I was not surprised whatsoever because if you've ever followed Mark Herring's political career, he is a rank left-wing partisan who pushes a far left-wing agenda and what's worse, makes a complete caricature over all of his opponents in every race he's ever run, that's who he is. That's how he operates. Uh, he doesn't believe in battling people on their ideas or the merits of the ideas. He'd rather make a caricatured. So my team knew and expected it, and that's why we actually talked about substantive issues, including where he's failed, the fact that the murder rate, the highest rate has been in Virginia since the turn of the century, the fact that we have violent crime, the highest rate it's been in two decades, and the fact that this parole board let out murderers and rapists and killers back on our streets, and, and Mark Herring allowed that to happen. And so uh, his failure of leadership is the real tests we're going to have this fall. And, of course, he doesn't want to talk about his record because he can't. So he'd rather basically um, act more like Rachel Maddow than act like an attorney general.
0: It might be an audition. Who knows, uh, Jason? Uh, speaking of uh, the, you t- mentioned the parole board. I know we've talked about it in the past. The report came out uh, this week and basically said, uh, "The oh yeah, no, we didn't find anything that the governor may have uh, done." Uh, however, the investigator uh, may have been uh, biased. Uh, and who, where did that investigator come from? Uh, which seems like a, a, an interesting leap of faith. What do you take away? Have you had a chance to kind of go into that report a lot on the campaign? trail?
1: It, it, if you go, if you want an example of why we need to end this far-left liberal monopoly in Richmond, just look at the at the Inspector General report and then the subsequent quote-unquote outside investigation. Now, just so your listeners know, we had a parole board that violated Virginia law by letting out murderers, rapists, and cop killers back out into our communities because the law says you have to notify the Commonwealth's attorney the prosecuting attorney, and you have to notify the family of the victims. They failed to do that. The leaked emails show that they knew they were violating the law by not even attempting to get victim input, but letting out some of the worst human beings back on our streets. What's worse, the emails all show Mark Herring's office, the Attorney General's office, which advises the parole board, was abundantly aware of what was going on and knew what was happening, and did nothing to stop it. Okay. Now rather than investigating a parole board that broke the law to let out cop killers, murders, and rapists back on the street, the Democrats Monopoly in Richmond, they passed a law, passed a bill, actually added to the budget amendment, to investigate the brave whistleblower who contacted some of the family members that said, By the way, this parole board is not contacting you. They're about to let out some of these killers back on the street. They investigated the whistleblower instead of the parole board. And then they say, well, the whistleblower wasn't wrong. The inspector general's report that came out that showed how the parole board was wrong. They were wrong. But they may have been somehow biased. But they never challenged the underlying facts of the case. They never, they never investigated. And so they wasted $250,000 of taxpayer money, money that could have gone to your child's school, your neighborhoods could have gone to build roads, could have gone to pay cops. They spent $250,000 to hire an outside law firm, pay them $400, an hour to do a quote investigation of an inspector general instead of actually investigating the parole board. That shows you the misplaced priorities and what happens when you have one party far left liberal monopoly in Richmond that we have right now.
0: But but I swear to goodness, I remember something in the last say four years where they said you know the the most sanctified role in American society is the role of whistleblower. Uh, Jason, I, I uh, when did that change? Did I miss a? Uh, I don't go to all the meetings. I miss. That I guess one. it depends whether you
1: have an R or a D next to your name because I remember for about four years up until about 2020, the whistleblower. Yeah, exactly, they celebrated them, and now they have a whistleblower. That comes forward and they are attacked. Remember, we also have leaked audio that has come out of the inspector general being hauled into the office of the governor and being chastised by the governor's po- secretary of public safety and the governor's chief of staff, chastising them. And they have the audacity to actually come forward and say, you are breaking the law. So here's my question. Where is the media on this? I mean, I know the Richmond Times Dispatch has done a few uh, stories Uh, but the Washington Post, I mean, yesterday, as I noted, uh, in my, in my debate, I said, you know, the Washington Post loves to say democracy dies in the darkness. You know what else dies in the darkness? Any sense of accountability with this parole board. Because outside, the Washington Post does not cover this hardly at all. And so, quite frankly, that's going to be why we're going to take our message directly to the voters because you can't count on the media actually to cover anything that is a scandal revolving, um, uh, involving the parole board, that's for sure.
0: Well, and the media so bollocks the coverage of the story, Jason, that, you know, is what I saw. Uh, actually, you know, the reporting made it sound like the original police investigation into the, uh, man who was released after, what, 40 years for uh, killing a police officer. Uh, it was, that was the investigator that was biased, not the one right. from the in- inspector general's office. Jason, what is your uh, website for people who want to visit you online?
1: Uh, anybody wants to visit, can go to jason4ag.com. That's jason4ag.com. the number four, Pre- Like
0: us, follow us, just don't touch that dial. We you don't know where that finger's been. Charlottesville's homepage, Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV.
1: Uh, anybody wants to visit, can go to jason4ag.com. That's jason4ag.com. the number four, Appreciate all their support hey, and help. So, your friends so, and neighbors, we yeah, a so great ticket of all. Follow
0: up on uh, something uh, in, the, in the in the world uh, that that I think is important because we're we're seeing you know again. Uh, targeting of people for I don't know if it's legal retribution or not, but it's it's uh, something I was asked about over the weekend, which is censorship, uh, and and I worry that there's self censorship. As our attorney general, you know, what will you do to make sure that people's ability to speak freely uh, in the Commonwealth uh, it shouldn't be something they're uh, they're afraid of doing for fear of retributions, either you know, in the macro or even in the micro aggression.
1: Well, I mean, I think we can all recognize we live we live in an era of suffocating political correctness, and this cancel culture is the opposite of what you want in a free society because you want the free exchange of ideas, um, and the marketplace of ideas right now is being shut down by the far left that doesn't want to have a exchange of ideas, and so uh, you see that with some of the big tech companies, you see that with quite frankly, of Section two hundred and thirty of the uh, federal. Uh, communications decency act and they have to really decide a big tech has to decide whether they want to be basically press or publisher, right? They can't have both. They can't have one hand say, well, listen, we're not the, you know, we're, we just, we're we, going we to allow people to communicate what they want, but we're going to remove any type of social media posts by people we don't like. And we don't, and viewpoints we don't like. And you saw that with the absurdity of, uh, you know, John Stewart being on the daily show uh, making fun of the, what looks to be the most likely scenario uh, of, a, of, a, of, oh, a, yeah. of the virus, a coronavirus leaking from the Wuhan lab. And people pointed out, and it was being posted all over on social media, that just two months ago Facebook would have taken down anyone who had made a post saying that the coronavirus, has there's a high likelihood it could have leaked from the Wuhan lab. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the absurdity. That is not the free exchange of ideas. That is the opposite of the free exchange of ideas. And the big tech has to get with it, or or this attorney general is going to demand that they, they get with it as some of the other attorney generals have.
0: You know, considering Amazon and their position in the Commonwealth, you know, and there are people who are concerned, you know, when you say stuff like that, Facebook's got, uh, you know, places in the Mid-Atlantic as well. Uh, and it, it seems like they're investing heavily in Virginia. Uh, you, know, you know, those those organizations as well as groups like Dominion or Appalachian Power, you know, these folks aren't going to get a hall pass uh, from the attorney general's office if you get elected. Are they, uh, uh, Jason?
1: Well, listen, I mean, right now Google's being investigated by about 30 uh, state attorney generals for antitrust practices. I think you should look at that. I know Amazon has, there's four state attorney generals looking at that Amazon. But Remember, I mean, don't forget, this is this, Mark Herring, the same attorney general that signed off on the Amazon deal, which brought Amazon to Northern Virginia. That was a half a billion dollars of taxpayer money. Virginia taxpayer money that's going to the richest company in the history of the world, Amazon, for them to come here. Now, I'm thrilled for any business to come to Virginia, thrilled for any business to come here and want to hire people. That's fantastic. But what I don't like is when you have a half a billion dollars going to the largest tech company, the really the richest company in the history of the world, Mark Herring signed off on that. And so do I think Mark Herring would ever actually have the, the, the gumption to actually investigate Amazon? Probably not. Is it clear, at least in preliminary reports that I've seen, that there could be some antitrust violations? I, I want to see what the reports show from these other state attorney generals. But at the end of the day, the attorney general should call balls a strike. They shouldn't turn that office of what Mark Herring's turned it into, which is purely far left wing political partisan. Uh, activist group. I mean, he's bragged about turning it into, quote, a progressive powerhouse. So yeah, uh, you should be calling balls and strikes. That's what you need to be doing. You don't need to be engaging in these far left-wing uh, causes that Mark Herring seems to be enamored
0: with. 6% increase in uh, car thefts, and 23% increase in uh, murders, according to the latest crime report as well. Uh, Jason, give that website again for me.
1: Yeah, it's jason4ag.com. That's jason4ag.com. the number